And the Oscar goes to, don't say La La Land, don't say La La Land. Dear basketball, Glenn Key and Kobe! This is the first Oscar and nomination for Glenn Keane and Kobe Bryant. players we're really supposed to shut up and dribble but I'm glad I'm glad we do a little bit more than that um, thank you Academy for this amazing honor thank you John Williams for such a wonderful piece of music thank you uh, Verizon for believing in the film thank you Molly Carter without you we wouldn't be here and to my wife Vanessa our daughters Natalia Gianna and Bianca Ti amo con tutto il mio cuore you are my inspiration thank you so much guys thank you Podcast. It's your boy Aldo Nice. Oh, whoa! It's your boy Rod Smooth. <laughs> wow, I also want to welcome you to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. <laughs> wow, it's your boy Los, aka CAP. We all get to be your boy today, for sure. Sometimes I'm your man's. Yeah. Your doo doo. Yeah. You're wrong. <coughs> a couple slaves. It's, it's your cutting Aldo. Wow. They call him Aldo Nice. Ooh. But if we was Kobe, <coughs> if we was Kobe friends, he'd be like, I'm. That's. Ale, Ale Incia. <laughs> Raji Incio. Rajesio. Rosso Retato. I know that boy, uh, he Latin. He's from, uh, you know, that boy. Italian. Kobe is not Latin. He's from Italian. He's, he's, from, he's from Italian. Italian. No. He's Italy. not. No. I yeah. thought he was Germany. No. Where Kobe from, Raj? Italy. Uh, Charlotte or something like that? I thought it was Philly. Yeah, he's from Philly. You definitely say he's from Philly when he wants that. I think, yeah, but he say he's from Italy when he wants that. I think too. Kobe, well, he an army brat or something like that. Huh? Yeah. No, his daddy played overseas. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Same, same, same shit. thing. Same. <laughs> yeah. The way he just pronounced, I don't like the way he pronounced his daughter's name. I'm just not a fan of that. You just mad because you can't speak that way. Our daughter's Natalia Gianna. <laughs> <laughs> you are my inspiration. 17 languages. Like well, he need to shut up and dribble and stop naming his kids. Behind um, white people that because no, well you don't have to shut up and dribble anytime you could win an Oscar for a five minute cartoon. So that's what he won the Oscar for. Yeah, that five minute that dear basketball. Did you watch it? I've never even heard of it until yeah, I, I didn't started re- until... researching for this podcast. No, no, I, mean, yeah. I didn't even know? know it was animated until like a couple of minutes ago. It, it looked like Jay Z uh four 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 shit uh OJ like. So Jay-Z could have won an Oscar for just Definitely. for that video? I feel like Jay-Z has to be coming next year. <laughs> hey, damn. I'm just thinking about that. Like, why can't a music video be a short film? Well, if a music video could be a short film and they could win an Oscar, then Chance the Rapper and, and, and um, Donnie whatever in the trumpets. No, that, um, Jesus Walks should have won one. Well, I was, I was going... Jesus Walks is a very, very good one. But I was going with um, his, his other little cut, um, Sunday Candy. But that was a great video. Hmm. I mean, I like great uh, video. Yeah, I mean, tip drill too. Tip drill could. Tip be. drill definitely could have got. Tip drill. At least six. I, I'm, I'm my favorite video of all time, which would win for me is "These Hoes Ain't Loyal," because um, <laughs> that man 
was walking and then he ended up with a white bitch and she wanted to do some uh some drugs and then he ended up on the elevator with Usher. You know, I, that's a hell of a day, you know. <laughs> Good thing then he ended up Tiger had a Tiger had a leather shirt on with a with a tiger. Like no. I, I'm all about that. If if I had a video that had to win an Oscar, it would it would definitely be um Chris Brown when he walked do 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 and he's just walking up singing to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, so my, my yeah. Carter actually gave Mine us instructions on bling bling. how to beat Shaquille O'Neal in basketball. <laughs> so uh, that would be up there for me as well. Aaron Carter was a um, a great MTV Cribs episode. If you don't remember, he had like 47 billion acres somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Bling Bling for mine. Bling Bling. When it was outside the helicopter with white mm. teeth on. Why, 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 why? And that's when they be yeah. like, I'd be like, no, 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 he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Kobe won an Oscar, man. And I mean, that's 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 fine. They say he wrote it in 2015. But I like how he had the quick little plug mm-hmm. for, you know, he, he's with the times. Yeah. I need to shut up and dribble. He, he found a way to just kind of stick it in there to say, hey, we listening. We basketball players and athletes. Oscar and we won. have a voice. Yeah. And we he said he found a way to them, stick yeah. it in there. And I hope that that's... No pun intended. What is Kobe? Um, He's going to stick it in there. Right. Hey, I, I'm not mad. It was the greatest five minutes I've ever seen since he, he won Oscar. So, <laughs> I'm going to ride with him. He black. Best five minutes I spent in you my life. You go up for everybody black, huh? I everybody thought he was black. Italian. <laughs> I thought you just said he, he was... He, he black Italian. That's the thing. You didn't know that? Black people everywhere. Name black. another black Italian. Um, Mario Balotelli. Bang. I think that is Thank one, huh? I think Thank I might have hit that on the head. But that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to not have an example. Thank you. I didn't have one. <laughs> I think Seal. Seal might be Italian. Nah. Seal is the, actual I think seal. the dude from Get Out is Italian. Definitely not Italian. If you black and you from England somewhere, that's all Italian, right? He African, Yeah, boy. that's the same thing. England, Italian, Af- France. That's but all Italian. African? Who? The dude from Get Out. Yeah, I know, but they, they from Italian. <laughs> okay. I get what you're saying. They like spaghetti. We're going to talk about porn stars a little bit in this podcast. And Italia Blue is, you know, she she right up there. We're really not going to talk about porn stars, but that just came to came to mind for some odd reason. Um, so there was a little pushback because of what we just said, right? They, um, they, as in the powers that be, the current climate and culture of America. Me too, mamas. Me too, ladies. Would not let, they're not going to let Kobe sleep. They're not going to say, yeah, Kobe, you can win. And Oscar, no, Kobe, you took that you took that ass in Eagle, Colorado, in um, circa whatever it was, 05, 06. Rod, you was there. What happened in Colorado? Yeah, what what was the specifics? The, I heard you put the condom well, on. Well, I remember walking I in. I actually got to the hotel minutes before Kobe did. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, the chick was flirt, flirtatious. I didn't shoot my stick because I was tired. I had things today. You know, I had meetings and whatnot. Stocks and bonds. And, um... <laughs> and, um... Kobe, I noticed walked in before me, but I had met Kobe a few times, so I wasn't as uh, excited as I was the Bean, first Bean, what times. up? What up, Bean? Yeah, what up? Was good? Was good? Uh, K, uh, KB. So, um, uh, but apparently Kobe shot his stick, um, but there was a couple of other niggas that apparently shot their stick as well. So that's how he was able to get off of the situation. Yeah. The funny part is, my homeboy yeah. saw like right yeah, before you good. got there, but he didn't hit her because she still had janitor gloves on. <laughs> and he's like, I'm good. She, she had work boots on. <laughs> yeah, she was at work as a janitor. But she was room. Was she room service? I thought she was no, front desk. She was janitor. She was janitorial staff. Yeah, like she would change. She changed like three trash cans like 
30 seconds. Or I mean, not to just be pulling up all Kobe old business because I don't think I, this is the time we should be celebrating our black brother. I'm but um, that was some specifics, right? Yeah. You said she was. I think y'all should pull up the story to check. But he's saying she was a janitor. No, no, we don't have to pull it up. Just let the, let the people who listen and pull it up, obviously. But Raj was right. The reason he got off was because a whole bunch of people got off. They found like six or seven Siemens. Right? Wasn't yeah. that wasn't that what Yeah, I think it's C-Man. C-Man. No, isn't it's not no. C-Man, it's C-Men's. Men's is C-Men's. No. Yeah, that's what it is, C-Man. Whenever it's one nigga nut in you, it's C-Man. And then when it's more than one, it's C-Men. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how he got off on that case. But yeah, they like she said all kind of stuff. He was they say he was ripping her from the rear. I mean, I don't want to use Sodomize. Stuff like sodom sodomization, which is a crime in a lot of states. Like you can't go off in somebody's um rear in their anal region without even with permission in some states. How many That's times have you been to jail? I mean no, I ain't been to jail. No. <laughs> okay. Roger. <laughs> I went I got to the holding cell once or twice, but never So been, they uh, did they hold you when you was in there? They held you before <laughs> I, I was by myself. I was by myself. <laughs> <laughs> It was no funny business involved. <laughs> it was it was the holding cell. They call it that because they was giving you the holding. It looked like a whole snack, nah. boy. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I know. I know why I can't go to jail. I can't. So you, I would definitely be a whole snack. Like I would have to. I'd have to make drastic changes to myself. Nah, your mama just had to make sure you got buku, go to jail. buku on your books. So he, he nah, went that, to that help. Cell. He went to jail, but he didn't go to jail. Jail. Nah, they don't count. <laughs> I sat in there for a little while. You know, contemplated life. Oh, okay. I you mean, it's a, it's a hell of a thing to do. Um, so before we go, we're gonna take a step back before we take a step forward. Last week's pie, we um we had a lot of different discussion. People found it interesting to hear our different um takes on teachers with guns in the classroom and things of that nature. We got a lot of feedback, but one of the ones that I really wanted to talk about was our pal Officer Friendly. Hmm. Shout out! This podcast is brought to you by Officer, Officer Friendly. Friendly. Officer Friendly basically said this. He said that um that it's kind of police protocol that if it's one cop involved, they're not supposed to run in on an active shooter. Like, that's not what you're supposed to do. That's what they, that's not what they teach you in the police academy. You're supposed to sit back, let it happen until you get back up, and then you run up in there. And he also made a, a lot of good points to say, man, I'm not trying to run in there with that Petey Weedy. Mm-hmm. He got, like, I got to have that real gun yeah. if I'm going to try to. But he also said that, look, he said, don't, don't play him short. He said he's a police officer, and that is part of the oath that he signed up to do. Hmm. So if shooting was going on and they were shooting at kids and they was doing whatever, he would he would have went in there. Shout he, out, officer friendly. Bro. Yeah, he said he would have probably broke protocol and went in there with that with that yapa and well he, with that with that with that Glock with that. <laughs> police issue. Yeah, and he said he would have went in there and tried to handle business. So I like that, man. That's what he said though, but we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he said yeah. people be saying I like stuff. to think I like to think if I had that if I had that work on me and and I was you know around a school shooting I'd go in. I would yeah. I would I would that would be all the years that I played any game any first person shooter where I had to like sneak up on somebody no. cuz I'm not going to walk I'm I'm going to try to get him from the back no 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 uh no Like you did in the holding cell. Um, you did in the holding cell. Yeah, so Try to sneak up on the on the fella, you know. Oh. Get sprayed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got you. You would have been straight Metal Gear Solid, right? You yeah. would have been crawling on the floor, yeah. Yeah. diving. Into, and I think I would like to believe if I'm a police officer that if I like roll out into the hallway where the active shooter is, and then cop and shoot, I sh- I should be able to hit him center mass three times. I mean, don't don't you learn that in police academy? Yeah, but they don't do that often. 
I do. So deep, all schools, all tickets. schools have, all schools have ceiling panels. And so what the the vision I just got is that I would find a way to get into the in between the ceiling <laughs> panel and the roof, and remove the ceiling panel that was under that was over him, and then just pop him. <laughs> stop him right yeah. there in his tracks, bam, on the top of his head, and then I'm nice. So what happened and when your monkey ass just falls down. straight through to the <laughs> fall through with nothing but fiberglass yeah. and shit? Uh, in the classroom. I'm just telling you the vision I got. I just, you know, if it happens, it happens, you know? It is I mean, nine times is. out of ten, if you're shooting back at him, he probably gonna run. Not that the Yava. He probably gonna run. Yeah. I mean, maybe so. Um, I don't, I don't know the specifics of the guy's name. Maybe I could pull it up. But Los um, started telling me a story about this. Um, do you, you're the one who talked about it. So that kid in South Carolina. Do you remember the specifics of it, Los? The kid with the um, with the gun. Basically, long story short, I'll put, I'll just tell you what it is right now. But basically, a kid in South Carolina, if I remember the story correctly, he got arrested. Maybe um, let's say it was close to a year ago or earlier last year. He was he got kicked out of school for having a gun and and things of that mm-hmm. nature. He he told all of his friends in a chat group on Instagram oh, yeah. that he was gonna shoot up the school, and he was telling people like, "Look, it's happening tomorrow, man. I'm about to be on the news." He researched who was the youngest ever school shooter, and he had a plan because he wanted to have like more bodies than anybody. He was trying else. to make history, man. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely trying to make history, and he anything got out there. And yeah, anything for the likes, mm-hmm. exactly. And he got out there, and his plan got foiled. So that was like the interesting part of the story. Um, he wanted to outdo everybody, but his plan got foiled because the gun he brought there wasn't that 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 smoke. Mm-mm. It wasn't a, it wasn't a ta- it wasn't a yapa. It was just like a little regular Reggie pop pop. Yeah, he came there with a. His name is Jesse Osborne, mm. um, which <laughs> is funny because <laughs> Jesse ain't that a singer? Yeah. The, anyway, uh, dude's on that dope. <laughs> but yeah, he basically killed his dad, and um, he drove up to the school and he ended up killing like a little six, uh, like a first grader or something. He shot a teacher too. He killed a six year old, yeah, and. Um, and all of that. But it was like, it was this, this was way before the Parkland shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing was, he had really wanted the gun that his dad had. Mm-hmm. His dad had like a, one of these assault, yap, yap, rifles, yeah. assault rifles. And he couldn't find it because it was locked in the, in the, in gun the, cellar or something in the gun that. thing. And so he ended up, after he shot the first kid and shot a couple of shots, his gun jammed, they was able to take him down and whatever. But his whole thing was he wanted to be the biggest serial, I mean, the biggest school shooter ever. The, the most scary part of that story is his friends in that text group thought that was okay. Because if you hit me up and say, Dad, hey, look, you know, I'm going to work tomorrow and I'm letting everybody have it. I'm like, you no. snitching? No. Oh, you're going to try to talk me out of it? Yes, okay. I'm coming over there. Like, I'm staying here all night. Like, you're not you're not about to be at the school shooting up niggas, dog. I want to clarify something that is I'm not listening. snitching. To the, yeah. to, the uh, to the listeners, that is not snitching. Yeah, there's a difference between Definitely if not you snitching. if I shoot up the school and you shoot up the school with me and you tell everybody that that's I snitching. shot up the school, that's snitching. Yeah. Yeah. But if somebody tell you that you're gonna shoot up the school, I'm calling the police yeah. straight up. I'm not coming to your house. No way. I'm coming. Especially if, if you're you my crazy friend. Like you that. my friend. I'm coming. Now nope. if you if I wake up, what and if you I'm, gone, what if I'm, I'm your, what if I'm your daddy? If you my daddy, he killed his daddy. He did kill oh, his yeah. daddy. Man, I ain't thinking he about killed his pa. And Not so, so the thing is, he was using a forty cal to to shoot the kid that he ended up killing. I mean, R.I.P. to the kid, man. That sucks. He killed a little six year old. But um, the gun he wanted was the Mini fourteen, 
mm-hmm. when he was in the police like interrogation and all of this stuff, they telling him like why he was like I couldn't find the the um the key I sh- after I shot my dad, I stole his truck, I went there, I couldn't find it, blah blah blah, and just really callous and really straight to the point of what happened. So this is the crazy part, like when you if you read a whole article on it at the end after the shooting, investigators searched the teen's home for evidence. In his parents' bedroom, they looked in the closet. The gun, right? And the gun was sitting right in the closet. Like, it wasn't even locked up in the safe. So, if he had found it, he was going over there with the rat tat tat. And he had it already planned of how he was going to make it a point to kill a certain number of kids, a whole lot of kids. So, this it's crazy, man. Like, these kids, man. They're scared. They're not scared of nothing. Real life is not real life to them. Like, social media. I'll put it to you like this. What's this? What's the scariest part to me of this whole situation is that they got some lawyer out there that's going to defend this kid. Yeah, well, yeah I don't, but they I don't yeah, understand yeah. that. And this kid's no, going to get right, out and try to I did some he, research listen, myself. He's not getting out from that. Well, they can only hold him until he's 21 from yeah. what the articles say. Um, and then yeah, they're going to try to defend him as a, mm-hmm. as a misunderstood child. So, wow. Absolutely. I don't know if a school shooter should be... I don't care what his age is. should be walking around these streets. Like, like if if... Find a way, you know. Just go to uh, go to Cuba or something. Send him out there, you know. Like put him, you know. No, I, I think know. I think, you, I think you, pick, you put you put the 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 biggest dick, freakiest nigga in his cell and let him get punished till he's twenty one. You think that's the that's the right way to? If you gonna let him out, and man, now what if that man like it though? He ain't gonna like that. But he gonna come out. He, he gonna want to kill everybody <laughs> then. If he came out, no, he not. You got that dick look on his face. He ain't gonna be able to walk. <laughs> Boy, stop! <laughs> freak! Goddamn, Los! I didn't need that visual, dog. Like, that's the that's the visual. Need none of us hey, was looking. You know, for. white chicks when the uh, dude come, <laughs> he be knocking them down. They come. Out. I've never watched white chicks, and I'm happy to what? say that I've never no. watched. I am excited that I've never watched white never chicks. It makes I know you watch white chicks. Yeah, I've seen it, but I can't. I can't recall every word like you can. Los, Los, Los watch white chicks often. Now, like Los yeah. watched that the other day. Like, <laughs> right, let me find something to watch on Netflix. Hmm, oh, white, white chicks. chicks. White chicks. <laughs> white chicks. That white looks chick, like no. something no, I watch. No, it's not on Netflix though. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's a crazy thing. Like the, the, the he ends up doing all of that, and eventually somebody's gonna try to play. I mean, and you know, you see things in black and white. We talk about things in black and white. People ask a lot of times. What's your podcast? What's it all about? I mean, we talk about the issues of the day, mm-hmm. but we definitely talk about it from a black man's perspective. Yeah. Um, for we're, We are young black men, and this is basically... And I don't know how young we are. I guess we we middle-aged now, right? But still, like... I'm Italian. <laughs> you got <laughs> asthma. The, um, but no, we definitely talk about things in black and white. Now, I'm, I'm, I know you guys remember this story. It was some years back, mm-hmm. and it was a young... It was a black boy in high school or element middle school and he like choke slammed or or body slammed or something. Did a wrestling move to a little girl and he killed her. And I remember they were trying mm-hmm. to try him as an adult. I mean, so I'm not saying in this story, the guy, the little kid who shot the, the six year old, they're trying to try him as an adult. Yeah. But like you said, somebody's trying the opposite. How much? But see, it, there's you know, a how difference. Much does he have though? You got. There's you gotta a difference between. There's a difference between screams. Like, like, which would, what happened if you would have, if you would have saw that little girl get body slammed, now granted, you know, like, I'm so sad, but like, you wouldn't have thought that she would have died. Like, I don't think that that kid had intention on killing that person. You would have probably said, bomb, you know, like something along the lines of bomb, if you would have seen it. Now, if you saw a school shooting, it wouldn't be just like. You wouldn't say bomb. You wouldn't say bomb. You wouldn't say bomb, bomb, bomb. You know, like, you wouldn't say that. So. Right, like you wouldn't just be making designer noises in the, in the yeah. hallway. Like you would, you would, 
be scared. You'd yeah. be frightened. You know, if you saw one, if you saw just an altercation where one kid was mad at another kid and he shot the other kid, like you, you would still freak out. But yeah. you know, yeah, that's, I'm just comparing the two. You know, yeah. like that. That definitely mis- mistakes can happen. That wasn't a mistake, and I don't but think this kid should ever walk the streets again. Never. He should never walk the streets again. For body slamming a little girl? The streets of America. No, the body slamming kid, we, 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 no, the kid who shot up the school. Oh, okay, never, yeah, he should never see the light. Yeah, I mean, you old enough to understand that if you do that, I don't care if your brain is, is mature or if you're still like, because they talk about, um, they talk about cognitive home. development and Piaget's um, yeah, levels um, of cognitive development. Yeah. And they talk about how you, you have like the pre, pre, I, I can't pre- even remember all of the, um, I can't remember all of the, the, the different yeah, names they have, but it's like they have different names as far as mm-hmm. how you develop between the ages of zero to two, two but to at three, that age, three he to was, five. He was toward the last two. Yeah. He was he, like, his th- yeah, yeah. like two left before he was at. Yeah, so, yeah. He was about to be a yeah. mature brain. Yeah, so I mean, but you know right from wrong at the end of the day. So you, you know shooting kids at a school is not cool. And if you don't know, then you need to be in somebody's psych. Patty for the rest wall, of your, daddy. Patty yeah. wall for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because if you don't know the difference between that, it's something that I can't teach you, man. I, nah, nah. I'm not even with that. I'm not with that at all either because that means I, my taxes got to pay for him to be in that padded wall. So I think he should be in a different country. Put him in the Middle East. Like, send him out there. When, where, where it's so different. he can... So, so he, he can, can get radicalized and come back and blow us up? <laughs> no, right? What maybe. Thinking? Yeah, you know, whatever. whatever. Oh. I maybe not the Middle East and send him to Japan. I don't but, know. Send him somewhere else. Like I said, yeah. other countries is regular too, yeah. yeah. They're just regular for themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, we just see problem. if they'll take him. See you know? I don't know. <laughs> we'll just be, trade him for something. No, huh? hey, Middle East, yeah. Middle East definitely will take him. Like, yeah, bring, bring him up. Send him all to us. Yeah, all of the crazy. Send all of us. Who, who I can send it's probably back not a good idea. Yeah. Blend, blend in the they society. Just like y'all. But I'm not, yeah. And let's not play the Middle East like that. Just like joke, I said, I was joke. watching a lot of a lot of documentaries recently on Frontline about how our role in creating radical Islam. So, yeah, I mean, they're just regular people doing like we they do, are. trying to live through the life that, you know. I'm just joking, people. Relax. Just jokes. But um, let me pivot that back to a little, a little, little, little conversation that I definitely wanted to get in. Going back to the Oscars where Kobe was. Shout out Kobe once again. One time um, for Kobe, black man. Who? Yeah, this podcast brought to you by number eight. This podcast I just is to, also brought I to you by this. number 24. I want to I throw this out there. So like, here's a bet I have for you. So uh, I know you read that like this wasn't just like a mistake. This wasn't Kobe just like something he stumbled upon. Yeah. Kobe actually has a plan to get into more film and television yeah. um, You know, after his retirement Story from basketball. Telling, so here's my bet. Show so it. since Kobe's... Looking to to move into film and television, um, I bet all movies that end with a Kobe joint um, will feature Kobe and Kobe only. Because I don't know if you know <laughs> about this. Dear Basketball, Kobe wrote it and Kobe narrated it. And it was like, I'm, like apparently Kobe was in it. So yeah. like... So, so you saying every can, single movie that Kobe does from now on, it's going to be like very Nutty Professor-esque. So he's going to be like the male Oprah. Are you, are no, you gonna, gonna be like Spike Lee or um or uh, what's his, what's the other one um Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, like Oprah is on her own magazine every single. Cause time you're too tall to be in every movie though. <laughs> like there's a height that you're just not right when you walk in the no. scene with some people. But no, right? you, you, it catch you sitting down. He got number tall actors movie, in the movie. Are, are, are they walking on a little stage next to you? <laughs> you make them tall. It's a way to do everything, bro. No, I ain't mad at you, Kobe. Get your shine on, bro. <laughs> Wakanda cool. took back your vibranium. That's why you had to retire so quick. But it's cool. Shout out, man. 
He's been had that vibranium. We ain't even knew it. I take that bet, Raj. I think Kobe's gonna um he's gonna actually probably be in a movie with someone. Probably a probably a young white lady. So um Whoa. let's talk about speaking of young white women. <laughs> Whoa. White women, um, I'm curious about this. Now, look, let me, I just got a question. I don't actually think we have one white woman regular listener. There's no way we do. Listener. No yeah, way. we do. We do. <laughs> I mean, if we do, then comment or inbox something right now. Right now, white woman listener. White woman listener who's listening to the podcast. And, and say who do you like, know. And say how you know. No, you he, know. he don't hey, even I, do all Look, that. I got to say it. I got to say it. 51 First Dates podcast likes every single one of our pictures. So shout out. This podcast is brought to you by 51 First Dates podcast. Okay. Still and all. That doesn't mean they listen to every minute of still every podcast. Oh, uh, I mean, I'd like to get their opinion on this. Emma Stone. Um, you know, we've seen Emma Stone in, in such great American um, movies as I don't know what the hell Emma Stone's in, but I definitely know her face. So basically when she went up to give the award, for the best director, she was like, in, at the Oscars, she said, um, in this next category, the nominees are four men and Greta Gerwig nominated for best director. So the fact that she did that was kind of like, oh, I'm trying to be on my Me Too sh- um, stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It was a straight swagger jack from Natalie Portman who did this at the Golden Globe. She did the same thing. She was like, and the all-male nominees are. She said that and it caused quite a ruckus. And people were like, oh, yeah, it really was all males and time's up and, and everything oh, of that nature. But God. she got that from uh, Kanye West, who said Beyonce should have won. I'm going to let yeah. you finish, though. And yeah, and they all got that from um, Kanye, who said George Bush doesn't like black people. But so, can't be great by ourselves. So, <laughs> so <laughs> no, I mean, so Emma Stone went up there with that because she felt like Emma Stone was in La La Land. Okay, so I mean, obviously, I didn't watch La La Man. She was in Amazing um, Spider Man. Aloha. Like she was in Aloha when they said she. Um, what was it? She played a. Um, oh, I remember what I know her from. The hell? No, Zombie Land. She was the chick, um, like Oklahoma or whatever they called it, and she oh, was yeah, in Super yeah. Bad. Yeah, she was the one who, um, yeah. not McLovin, but the main character was trying to get. So at. she a role player. I mean, she probably no, was, no, she pretty heavy hitter, yeah, bro. She, she, she with the shits. She La La Land. I think she was probably nominated for something. I never saw that before. But the thing that struck a chord with a lot of people is that she didn't acknowledge that out of those five people who were nominated, it was two men. Two white men, mm-hmm. one white woman, Jordan Peele, who obviously is made a, a lot of our um, top 20. Which is top 10 like the same thing as a woman right now. Right? And so, you know. Guillermo del Toro. That, does, that, that doesn't sound very white man either, right? <laughs> right? So you got two minorities, yeah. a woman, and two white men. It's a diverse group of That's people. That's the most diverse you could probably so get for. My thing, you can't, you can't get mad because you, you want all women all the time now. Come on, well, what, what, what woman? She had a spotlight. <laughs> like who? Vanessa, who to Vanessa Bryant. <laughs> Vanessa Bryant. I'm assuming. I'm assuming either her or Issa Rae is what either she was one. looking for. Like I'm thinking I, that's the. I, I don't. I don't know any directors like other than Jordan Peele, the obvious ones. Let alone any John. I, mean, I only, know, I only know John good. Singleton and Ryan Coogler. That's it. That's in Spike Lee. And Spike Lee. That's and Jordan Peele. And Jordan Peele. Yeah, Ron yeah, Howard. I want Ron Howard. Quentin Tarantino. I know who that is. Yeah, so direct like shit bloody. Oh, oh, oh uh, Steven Spielberg. We yeah, know, we know yeah. some direct. <laughs> oh, Tyler Perry. Yeah. 
Tyler Perry. You know you Tyler, know Tyler Perry. Perry. Don't forget no, about Tyler Perry. Don't forget about, forget about, about our Dill. main man, Tyler Perry. Uh, our main woman. I kept thinking that. What's his name? Um, That the guy... <laughs> <laughs> that the guy who did um, Ryan Coogler, I thought Ryan Coogler did like a whole bunch of other black movies, but somebody told me I was wrong. I thought he did no, like he the Fast and the movies. Furious. He didn't do the Fast. Nah. And, who did the Fast Fast Seventeen? I don't, I don't know. What I'm did Fast Seventeen? I think it was a black dude. I thought it was Fast Twenty Six. Fast I 11. doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it was a black person. Let's go back to this. So basically, people are calling this peak white feminism. Mm. Mm. That's a good word for it. That they, they make up words every day for this type of stuff. Man, um, I don't do the the Twitter thing like I should, but um, at Reign of April, I think that's the lady who um who started the Oscar So White movement a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. She came out and said that she was like, it must be nice that a white woman feels like I can marginalize the 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 accomplishments of a black man and a an mm-hmm. Hispanic man to just to to hop on a pedestal and say white women. Are marginalized. Well, you gotta realize where they fall. White men at the top, and now that black and Hispanic men or men of different other origins are coming up, they they like whoa whoa whoa. We supposed to be right under the white man. Mm. You you can't you can't skip us. It can't go from white man to black Hispanic or uh, Chinese or Asian or whatever, and then us. Hell no. It's supposed to be white man, white woman, and then the rest of y'all come under that. They not with that. I I honestly feel that I'm. Honestly scared of white women and the power that they hold. I've always felt that way. Like even at like a white like just I've said this on a podcast before. I said this just kind of talking. It was a nigga. Like all a white woman got to do is kind of is is pretend to be scared. Like you remember when the young lady who was interviewing Levar Ball Mm -hmm. and it was like oh like he's being aggressive. Mm -hmm. Like all they got to do is say we being aggressive and then all of a sudden we are the bad guy from. It's just like being on the elevator with a white lady. It's just you and her. She's on the elevator by herself. And you get on. She's in the middle. And she fly into the corner. Yeah. And clutch her purse. Knowing I got more money in my pocket than you got in your purse right now. Like, relax. I'm not about to get on here and rape you. They got a great book that, um, if you got time to read this, it's called Whistling Vivaldi. And this book is about um, a black man who was in a scenario where he was around a lot of white people. And he, he noticed that when he'd be walking down the, 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 the sidewalk, they'd either switch and go on the other side of the sidewalk or they would clutch their mm-hmm. purse and they would be like, I really don't like, they were scared of him every single time. Yeah. So he knew like a, a, a famous composer Vivaldi's music. So he started whistling Vivaldi to disarm the, the, the people so they would feel like, oh, he's not one of them. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a good one. Yeah. But it, it's a whole thing of why. So I know that kind of went a little left to say that I'm a little afraid of white women's power. But I say that to say that they do have power. Yeah, they have more than we that you get, that we give them credit for, and they know now. A white woman. So can, basically, they, go ahead. what you're saying is we go should ahead. all learn how to whistle Vivaldi. That's Some, how you get them get the white. Or whistle Katy Perry. But my point. No, or the Friends intro. Yeah. If you learn the Friends intro, you're good. Or making my way downtown. There you go. You've seen white chick before. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. So cycling back just to, to, I mean, and I think that that's interesting. Two men who are minorities. And I mean, I don't know. It's like, we talked about this on a podcast before. And I don't want to get into a too deep thing. But we've talked about this. That you cannot control the color of your skin. No. Black people, Hispanic people, a lot of times get marginalized more than anybody else for reasons that we can't control. Yeah. When um, the LGBT community puts their struggle up against ours, I empathize with them. 
but it's not the same. It's nowhere because, close, man. Because you can't, nobody's going to, you're not going to have a job interview where they're going to be like, nah, I'm not going to hire him because he's gay. Because you don't have to outwardly be, like, to to talk about your sexuality. Yeah. I mean, women are closer to black people in that regard, I mm-hmm. would assume. Because you're a woman. You're a woman. You can't really hide that. So you can't be, you can't be discriminated against because of your gender. Yeah. But. I can't I, go scrub this off, this hotel wonder off, and then go to the job interview light skin or white. It just don't happen. So as soon as I, I walk in, I'm already judged as a certain type of way. I would love to find the statistics on famous like CEOs and big time di- movie directors, even versus white women versus well, you minorities. Can, you can do you can do college coaches. Hmm. It's it's fo- fo- college football coaches. It's not that many black college football coaches. And damn sure not that many black uh, NFL coaches. Well, I'm talking about something that's... Head coaches. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's men to men. But I'm saying in professions in different walks of life where men and women are equally, okay. like, yeah. represented, mm-hmm. a lot of times I would assume that white women are going to be more represented. Yeah, and I mean, I guess maybe white women salty because Hillary didn't win the election. That might be why I would be salty, too. I'm still kind of salty about that. But y'all got it. Y'all got a, y'all got a color to yeah. be the president. Why we couldn't get a woman? Why we couldn't have... Not a, a woman, a women. <laughs> why we couldn't get a women? Roger, since you speak to white women, what, what, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what um, what female college football coach uh, <laughs> white woman female college football. <laughs> they coach. got one. They got one. I think I did see something really like Division Three or something. Yeah, they got one. She run the wing tee. Roger, number tight ends, no. smarty pants, number fullbacks. You hear me? <laughs> I mean, this brings up a bigger point. Tight ends. One day we're gonna have to do a whole podcast on this. One of my coworkers, this podcast brought to you by Erica, said this today at work. She was like, this sounds like a smaller discussion for a bigger discussion y'all need to have. She was like, are white males over with? Mm. She was like, they've been in power since for the last 400 years. They can't, they, they're never going to be over with, though. So what's yeah, their... Yeah, no, I want to tell her okay. wishful thinking. No, no. Hashtag so so since thinking. they're not, <laughs> they probably feel threatened. They so what's the backlash that's going to come? Because white males... Been, I mean, I think the first backlash is electing Trump president. Yes. That's they, the first thing you do. They to start, say, nah. They start killing off people of power. They feel things like they used to do back in the old days. And guess what else they do? They start shooting up schools as little as mm. young black, young white. They start joining neo-Nazi yeah. movements. Yeah. They start doing a lot of things that are probably something they wouldn't do just as a backlash to say, "Take my country back." Yeah. The they pro- burn tiki torches. The problem is not it's not like walking the park for them anymore. You have to really be think- good at what you got to do. You know I don't mean? think active retaliation is necessarily like their go to anyway. Yeah. I think if it if it became like a um like a like a serious issue and it, and I guess maybe it is becoming a serious issue where some some of those guys are, are feeling a little threatened, then they can just choose to not invite us to stuff. Yeah. I mean just imagine if like Denzel Washington didn't get invited to the Grammys, but what they gonna say? Oh, Denzel Washington didn't get invited to the Grammys, but LeBron LeBron dunked last night. I, I what what are the Grammys? I have no clue. I thought the Grammys were so, music. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> Which, I, thought, I thought the Grammys were music. I don't know. But I, don't, it, I don't know. I think it might be music. Well, I don't you know. never heard Denzel Washington's rap album, but anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know that. Oh, Who it, was, it, was him the the it was him and Wu-Tang. The Oscars or the Academy Awards? Just tell me which one you'd rather go to. The Golden Globes? No. The Golden Globes. The Tones. <laughs> My question is, for, like, what, what's the difference, though? <laughs> it's all white people. The Grammys down, is music, but I've been clapping. saying Grammys all day. All day I've been saying Grammys. 
I mean, what's the one where it's got like the man who's standing up there? That's that's a that's, that's the, the one that, that's, that's the one that's gave out that's Oscar. The, so what the Golden Globe? Oscar. Oh, so actually, Globe. Golden Globe, I think, is like the same thing, but like a, a watered down version. Wait a minute. So Kobe won. He kissed the man last night because he kissed the little trophy thing. Yeah, that's the Oscar. He kissed Oscar, naked Oscar. He looks like is the, Oscar a black man though? He gold. He kissed gold. the Larry O'Brien trophy too. That's a man. Do he look like Larry O'Brien? They look like his ball. They look like Larry O'Brien's mm-hmm. ball. Which one, left or right? He's kissed. Both. Kobe's kissed both of them. <laughs> both. He's kissed all. He's kissed times. He got that one ball where you gotta kind of play with it to separate them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that that uniball. Yeah, like a uniball, and then like you'd be like, "Oh shit!" And then you just kind of. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna. Um, we you talked about maybe. Do- you're silly. We was gonna talk about. Um, <laughs> Black Oscars and like things like Black Movie of the Year, Black Actor of the Year. I don't know. I didn't really research it, and I didn't really want to talk about that too much. But I mean, if y'all had anything towards that, cool. But I really want to talk more about these great stories that's coming out the NFL Combine. I think I just want to say that if if your Black Movie of the Year isn't Get uh, Out, Get Out, then (laughs) Get Out, nigga. Then Get Out. Actually, Get Out. Right now, Uh, I actually have a Black actor, so I want to relate to a story in the NFL. Uh, there was one year where Peyton Manning did not play a down in the NFL. Then the next year he got traded to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Well, on that year he was, um, I don't know what number, but he was on the NFL Top 100, which is supposed to be like a performance award on the NFL Network. So my black actor of the year, with that being said, is Denzel <laughs> Washington. Uh, and then uh, I don't, you know, outside of, I'm going to just say Zoe Saldana. That's my that's my black actress. You just like the way since, she looks. I do like the way she looked, but she was more green than she was black, you know? Y'all know I, you know who mine it would be, Denai Guerrero, not stop it. Now, that's my favorite, because she was Tupac Mama, not stop. And she was, um, what's her name? In, um, in Black Panther. Nah, and Michonne. I love her. That's my favorite actress. But I think, Raj, what you're talking a little bit more about is what, um, what we were kind of clowning about off air is um, who has the black crown, the black actor crown. Denzel probably has the crown. He gotcha. had the crown. I heard this on a podcast recently. They said that and it was really funny. Shout out Bill Simmons. They said that the black actor crown for the 80s was um, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. And then they said mm-hmm. that around 88, 89, he gave up the crown to Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. for like one year. Yeah. They said when Wesley was in Above the Rim in mm-hmm. New Jack City, then people... Not, I'm not sorry. Not Above the Rim. I've been saying that White a lot too. White Man Can't Jump. White there Man you go. Jump. When he was in White Man Can't Jump in New Jack City, they said Eddie took the... I mean... um. Wesley took the snipe the the crown the crown for like a year. He borrowed it. The sniper rifle. <laughs> then they said when um when Denzel came out with like Philadelphia Mo and all the rest of that, they said it was over. Yeah. It's been Denzel ever since. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the discussion to say that Michael B. Jordan has the crown. You I'm here for that discussion. Got your mind. I'm, he's current. He's now. Okay. Lil Pump is current. He's the best rapper. Michael B. Jordan is primed for whatever role you want him to be. We'll see. All right. I, I think it's. I think it's. I think he's. I think he's on the fringe. He's coming. What other black male? Act, what other black male? The act? nigga from the, the dude from Get Out. Get Out. No. Nah, he not. He not from America. Nah, chill. Uh, hey, nah. Yeah. He's still black. Definitely black. He's super black as hell. Blue, nah. purple. But I, I mean, Michael B. Jones is a great actor. I, I think he's coming, but I, you can't give him the crown yet. <laughs> I'm, you got, you got to get five. I think he, I think he got the belt book. right now. 
Not the crown, the belt. Let's just say the belt, like in wrestling. The, the belt changes hands. I think he got I, the belt. So let me ask you a question. Hulk Hogan like, can't steal that belt. I was going. I didn't think he was going Michael B. Jordan with that. I, I think I am. He was going Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> um, so yeah. Vin, oh, I see you, Michael B. Jordan, and I throw and I raise you, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No, Kevin Hart. Absolutely. Kevin Hart. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about actors we think we take seriously, but we don't take Kevin Hart and, and The Rock seriously. I absolutely don't. You crazy? Neither one of them. Man, look, I've never Kevin seen. Kevin Hart's not funny. I've never seen acting like that in my life. It's a black man. You're right. I haven't ever That's seen a black acting man. like that in my life. You are correct. That's a black man. He's the best actor alive. The Rock Johnson. So, anyway, <laughs> I want to talk about the NFL Combine because I think it's so many good human stories in this, where it's not necessarily stories about football, but it's stories about um just things happening that. That, you know, we got different human human stories here. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Lamar Jackson. And we like Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. Um, Heisman Trophy winner two years ago. Mm -hmm. Runner up to the Heisman last year. Black quarterback from Louisville. Look here. They want him to play receiver. Duh. You didn't, you didn't think they were? What did he run? What did, he run? did he run into? Uh, I don't about? think he ran because that would be too nah. stereotypical. Nah. They definitely not. They don't want that. They don't want no tall black athletic quarterback to play quarterback. Nobody likes that, unless you they, they won't pocket pass, especially coming from the spread offense. Why did Why did RG three go go number two overall? Because he really a white boy. What I'm saying is, <laughs> they don't want him. <laughs> That's your, the great ration. But he also has he also has black. You know, he got dreadlocks and he's fast. Nah, he, he got a white old. He got a white old. He don't have dreadlocks. He got little bitty individual braids. <laughs> he got Duke, individuals Duke and Braids <laughs> No He got the mini Duke Like the Nigga y'all don't know What RG3 got in his head Right now <laughs> He might we be, seen he, You know We ain't seen him In might, two years he, I think RG3 he, might have a ramp He might be <laughs> like um, Trinidad James right now A, a Gumby Yeah But I mean They don't want Black athletic quarterbacks So they do you think That they could start A new Have a new movie Starring Lamar Jackson Called um, Black Man Can't Throw like white mm. men can't jump? No, no. Who will be the white boy? You got to have Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Tim fucking Tebow. Yeah. And they could star in it. And Kobe can direct it. But then Kobe would have to be in the movie. What could he do? He'd, He'd be play the receiver. Agent. Oh, the agent. There you go. The He'd agent. Be the agent. He'd be like Spencer Strasmore. Yeah. Kobe Maguire. Kobe. So, um, <laughs> and, and, but he has to do the uh, the soundtrack too. Obviously. What you think, Raj? No, I think um, I think Lamar Jackson is obviously a quarterback. Um, I think it's funny when you compare him, his stats to some of the other quarterbacks that are yeah. um, involved in the same process that he's involved in, in the draft process. Um, so with that being said, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Mel Kuyper's number one quarterback. Yeah. So let me give you Josh Allen's stats I'm from listening. 2017. Um, 1,812 yards passing, mm-hmm. a 56.3 completion percentage rate, 16 touchdowns, 204 rushing yards, and they went 8 and 5. <laughs> Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He killed that year, boy, right? Watch Lamar Jackson. This is Lamar Jackson's stats from this year, not his Heisman Trophy winning year. 3,660 <laughs> yards passing, 59.1 completion percentage, 27 touchdowns, <laughs> and 1,601 y- rushing yards. Yeah. So, all in all, you're a math teacher. Over forty three hundred combined like yards, yeah. Right. And and they went they also went eight and five in a tougher division. Yeah. Um, I will say just to kinda just to kinda humble the topic a little bit, Josh Allen did have thirty two hundred three yards 
passing last year and 28 touchdowns. So I don't know what happened. But why is Josh Allen, the number one quarterback prospect, can't miss, live arm, all those, all that yeah. jazz, great, okay. great intangibles, but Lamar Jackson's a, a wide receiver so, prospect. So let me ask you something. Josh Allen is UCLA, right? Josh Allen is actually... No, that's Josh Rose. No, I'm thinking um, Rosen. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Rosen. That's um, UCLA. Because I think they want the next Carson Wentz. And, you know, he's from that small school, so they're going with it. But I think even along those same lines, they said, I heard an article that said, I mean, I read an article that said he was too short. I mean, no, he was, he was yeah, he was too short and too frail to be a quarterback. He is t- a, the same height and, a, um, and two pounds heavier than Andy Dalton. Like, like literally, there are quarterbacks in the league who people took in the top of the last. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all stereotypical. But let's just keep running let's with the stereotypes. He's black. A Penn State defensive back named Troy Apke. He ran a 4-3-5-40 at the draft. And Deion Sanders came out and said, oh, man, he could run. And um and then Mike Mayock said, "What are you? Why, why are you surprised, Dion?" A big leading question. And Dion said, "You know why I'm surprised? I can't say it on TV, <laughs> but he could run, run." And he said, and then um then somebody and then Dion said, uh, "Davis, yeah, right." He was like, "You don't see it that that much. Let's call it what it is." So Dion skirted around saying it without saying it that you know if they're gonna he have really, a movie called White Man it. Can't Jump yeah. and a movie called Black Man Can't Throw. Then we got another movie called White Man Can't Run. Yeah. And um, he ran a 4-3-5, and boys was like, ooh. It's ooh. always shocking when you say a white boy do something like that, though. How I'll tell you this, though. I don't know if y'all fives. saw it. I don't know if you saw um, the dude from Penn State run the 40. No. Nah. Nah. You need to watch it. Because <laughs> he didn't just look 4-3-5 fast. He looked flash fast. Like he, It looked like unbelievable that, let's call it what it is, can run that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I... I mean, it's interesting that people are painting Dion. Obviously, went straight to saying Dion's a racist. How could you say that? No, you you. It's okay to point out anomalies. Like if if there's a black kid who won the spelling bee, we're right. gonna be like, oh shit, he beat he beat Puneet. Um, I, I'm and, gonna be appalled. In Runesh, like yeah, yeah, oh he he oh he it's won the spelling bee. Oh, he's he's oh the black dude won the swim meet. Oh, yeah. Tiger Woods is good. It's different when somebody who's not like if a white boy is coming. Jordan kill Gannon. If he made it to the league and dunking on boys, yeah. we'd be like, wow. Yeah. Mackie from the little town over there dunking on people going to Georgetown, the high school kid, dunking on everybody. It's crazy. And he like 6'2". So, I mean, it's funny how these things, um, these are NFL combine things, right? These are what we're using to find out who's going to be the best, um, the best player and stuff like that. But they're all stories that kind of bring out just our own prejudice and our mm-hmm. own thoughts about different people and what should people be able to do. That white boy shouldn't be able to run fast and Lamar Jackson shouldn't be able to throw the football. Like I I just I think I think that that I think that that topic because I've also I've also read that some scouts have Lamar Jackson rated as the the number two quarterback Mm -hmm. behind whoever they think is the number one quarterback. Uh, I think personally all of those white guys that are in the draft that are quarterbacks this year all the all the top ones are gonna be garbage. I don't hmm. think any of them are gonna be good. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson has a chance, and if Deshaun Watson was as good as Deshaun Watson was, I think Lamar Jackson can be absolutely. As good That's as a great Lamar point, Roger. Same conference uh, and everything, mm-hmm. and he won the yeah, Heisman like, over him over last him. year. Yeah. It's yeah. not the same conference though, but I get what you're saying. They play against each other. The ACC and the Big in the Big Ten or something like that. No, Louisville's in the no Louisville's in the ACC. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Louisville's in the ACC. Chop. That's a whole chop. A whole Go chop. ahead. Uh, yeah, so same conference, you know. <laughs> um, I just show. Yeah, I, I think Lamar Jackson has just has a chance. I just think somebody created that, knowing what they were gonna do. Yeah, absolutely. Knowing that they were gonna create controversy. And but just, I think it's no question that Lamar Jackson is a quarterback. Like it, the combine is full and, of. And if he's not, if he's not a quarterback, then let him at least let him at least have a career path, a la Terrell Pryor. Like let him at least let try him try exactly. Yeah, and Don't then try to run him we'll decide that he's a receiver. But like, let him be what he wants to be. Because Terrell Pryor been shining that receiver though. He, he he not this past year, but he was good a couple years that, ago. He was good. So our top five, we're still in our top five biggest NFL combine stories and players that you may be hearing about. And the next one is. Um, it's the sentimental favorite. It's Shaquem Griffin, man. Um, wow. first question: Why did his mama name him Shaquem? I bet they got a bunch of kids with. I mean, they have they have kids right now named T'Challa. <laughs> like, like, like wow. it's it's happened over the last two That's weeks. Somebody, right. somebody think, is named. I think that's Killmonger. Shaq, probably one of Shaq's kids <laughs> that he don't know about. That's what it is. I don't think it's Shaq's kids. So? But I think it, it that was the time when people just was naming kids after Shaq. Yeah, Shaquille. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I knew about four or five Shaquilles growing up. Yeah, only because of Shaquille O'Neal. That's not a real name. Like that. That. That's that's that didn't that didn't come out of a book. Like Jalen Rose says that all the time. That um anybody named Jalen, like Jalen Ramsey and stuff. He was like they're all named after me. He was like because there was no Jalens before me. He was like my uncle's name was James and my um, cousin's name was like Allen or something. And my mom named me Jalen after those two people. And nobody else was named Jalen before me. Now. There was probably somebody else named Jeff. Definitely was somebody. But once he got out there, I mean, it's probably very true that there's got some LeBrons out there. They got some names that some Carmelos. There's they, definitely wasn't no LeBron before LeBron. There wasn't no LeBron. <laughs> Do you know any LeBrons? No. I don't know any little kids named LeBron. I actually, actually. know. Shout out, shout out, uh, HB Hot Boy. Uh, his Turk? son's name is uh is I don't know what his first name is, but his middle name is LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> so I do know a LeBron. I don't know any Bronze, Cutting. I don't I don't know any Bron <laughs> Reaches. But um Shaquem Griffin, you guys might have heard about the um the, this guy. He um he ran a four three eight and a forty yard dash, which is the fastest time in history by a linebacker. linebacker. And he had twenty reps at two hundred twenty five. What is twenty two? No, twenty. It was twenty, 20 reps 20. at, at two hundred twenty five pounds on the bench press um at, at the combine. The thing about um, Shaquem that people find amazing is that he had amniotic band syndrome as a kid. So he was a twin, and basically his umbilical cord got um, wrapped around his hand when he was in um, in the womb. And they could have went in there and, and fixed it, but since he was a twin, they didn't want to mess with his brother. So he was born with like a hand that just really didn't work well. And when he was four years old, he tried to cut his own fingers off with a butcher knife. Because it was he was in so much pain at all the time because his hand was never right. So they amputated his hand when he was four years old. So like or part his fingers at least. Um. So he's playing with like one hand. And I mean I remember watching him last season. He was the the defensive player of the year in like the yeah. American Conference MVP or whatever. He a bowl game they played in. He gets after it. He a baller, bro. No, they went undefeated. Yeah. He and a baller. It, his brother's in the league, right? His brother played. His twin brother plays for um. I don't, team, his tw- the I don't know what team his Seahawks. I don't know what team his brother is. It the Seahawks. It's the Seahawks. So his brother plays in the league. His brother's a cornerback. Yeah. His brother also ran a fast forty. Yeah. His brother's thirty pounds lighter, lighter than him. Yeah. And didn't run as fast of a forty as him. Yeah. So like <laughs> Shaquem ran a um a four three eight, and I think his brother ran let's just say a four three nine. I don't know, but he ran a slower 
40 times than his brother who's 30 pounds heavier than him. That's crazy. Yeah, that's if crazy. you're looking for inspirational, watch the video of him doing a bench press because they had to put a special apparatus on his hand for him to even be able to grip the, the bar. Just to, to be able to control it yeah. with that apparatus is, is crazy. Because nobody could help him. So they just no, had him out there doing Just to be able to thing. control that bar. And 225 pounds is not light. Two two all. things that I that I heard about um about uh Shaquem. Uh one was that when he was doing the bench press, his goal was six. Mm-hmm. He was like, if I can do six, I'll be happy with that. The second one, and and to me the most important one, was that he was the defensive player of the year in his conference. Yeah. But he was also a late entry into the combine. Yeah, they didn't want it. Yeah. That's messed up. Well, I mean, think about it. Your boy, when he blew off his fingers um, with the fireworks, Justin, J- Justin Pierre, Jason Pierre-Paul, yeah. like people were talking like he'll never be the same because, oh, he plays defense. He can't do it with one hand. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, he played a great season. I mean, a pretty good season this year. But he still got fingers too, though. But he got no. But he he, he wraps the up. whole thing yeah. up. So he, it's yeah. it's just like a club hand. That's true. So no, I mean, not really. No, nah, he got he got like three. Like oh, he can grab you. Okay. Yeah, he, got, he can he grab got you. these. Um, yeah. So the middle um, corner and thumb. But, Sha- right. but Shaquem, the difference between okay, so like here's the thing about Shaquem. But you know what I'm saying? Like that man's still effective with yeah, one hand. Like I why got he's you. not like he's not just effective. He's uber effective. Like he's yeah. the defensive player of the conference. Because they'll find a way early invite. They'll find a way for you not to be good. Like, yeah. like if you was a quarterback who had one hand, but every time, like, and you you had to get it out the shotgun, but you throwing zippers to everybody. Yeah. Or if you like a like if or if you uh, somebody with another like if you have one eye and you're a quarterback, they're gonna say, oh no, he can't be good because he has one eye. But if the proof is in the pudding, based upon what you do on the field and yeah. what you do in your life, so that's why he's such but, an inspiration because he's do- he does his thing. I, I look at it totally different because the NFL combine process is to find all of your flaws. Like they look, they're looking in to see. We see what you do good. We want to know what's the worst you are. Like, how bad are you, or whatever it is. Are you a character guy off the field, on the field? What can't you do? You know, are you gay, straight, whatever? They looking. They trying to find the worst in you. What well, I mean, a, that's a good segue. The number four player that we want to talk about is <laughs> one of our LSU um, compadres, and his name is Darius Geis, number five for the Tigers. Yeah, and um, they asked him two questions at his um interview process at the combine. That's One the of them too. was, "Are you a punk?" Yeah. Um, they might have said, "Do you like men?" And yeah. the other question was, "Does your mom take sell money and sell herself?" Exactly. Yeah, does she sell herself? So they asked him if his mom was a prostitute. They asked Des Bryant the same thing a couple of years ago, and they asked him if he's a punk. Um, Roger, I got a question. Um, do you think that that since he's from LSU, do you think that that's the Odell effect? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. We saw you Odell yes. one too many he's, times. He's, no, he's got the same haircut as Odell. We know Odell's we know. <laughs> he, he make he make the little he make the little head movements like um What is he what playing? Is what is he one? playing? Some Odell music? What are you doing, right? <laughs> he's yeah, got that's my Odell entrance. Um, <laughs> shout out to pop outs. Pop ups. So um so yeah. Uh, I think it is the Odell Odell effect. Definitely. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with LSU, but I think they know him and Odell um, cool. They probably know more than more than they want him to know. Most of the time when the reporters are asking, asking questions, they're asking it because they, they know They heard something. Already. Coaches, too, they heard something. What I heard is they asked him, hey, if you like it, which way do you like it? Are you yeah. top or bottom? And he said, the dumb way. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> that do sound like a very Darius Geis answer, man. 
<laughs> Shout out, man. His 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 big cousin, um, Big C, or his uncle Big C out here pumping him big, big um bacon. Oh, bacon. Yeah, big, yeah, Chris bacon, bacon nephew. Shout out, shout out, Chris Bacon. Yeah, this podcast brought to you by Bacon, man. Um, for sure, for sure. What, what do we call it? Everything checkout, Echo, man. All right. So yeah, I mean, I think that's just wild. Don't like he would have been, he would have been like if somebody asked me if I'm gay, I would have laughed it off. But then if you like really mad homophobic, you might want to slap shit out of somebody. And I think he would have been within all his rights. Expect you, you can't no, ask me if my mama. You can't, yeah, ask, you can't ask me if my mama. You can't ask my mama though. You can't. But see, ask no, I don't want to go to that team. I don't want to go to the team that's gonna ask me if my mama is a prostitute. Like that's messed up. Don't like he while like he, you know what he should have did? He should have outed that team. He should have came no, out and not no, said no. Yeah, no, he should have been like no, the Cardinals no, asked me that. No, you know what I mean? No, you won't be in the league like that. They can't ask. No, me Darius Geis would be in the league. No, regardless, he gonna, somebody no. gonna take a, ch- a no, chance. I like that. Well, I don't know. Um, Mile High CI said that he's not gonna be in the league, and that Reggie nigga. They both said that um, Darius Geis is gonna be poo. Yeah, Mile High didn't say that. He didn't. Reggie, that poo nigga. Reggie said he was gonna be on the practice squad. Who is that? Ain't he? Ain't that's your man's? That's his man's. You gonna see him when we go to um. When we go to tripping. Denver, man, tripping, tripping. Tripping, tripping. Um, the last person I wanted to talk about from the pod, I mean, from the um combine was another guy y'all might want to look at, Saquon Barkley, who should probably, by a lot of indications, be the number one selected player in the draft. Yeah. They said he's the perfect prospect, stronger than Joe Thomas. He did twenty nine reps over the twenty eight he did, quicker than Deshaun Jackson. He did a one point five four instead of one point five five in a ten yard split, faster than Devin Hester. Four point four zero um in the forty as opposed to a four point four three. Jumps higher than Julio. He had a forty one inch vertical as opposed to the thirty eight and a half. Able to leap buildings in a single bound. Man, that um, don't faster mean than a speeding bullet that don't and mean everything nothing. else. That don't mean nothing. Bigger bowls of cereal than Zeke. Like yeah, I read them all too. Bigger Lehman, bigger so- Lehman than Safari. <laughs> 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 Big Sean nude. <laughs> Relax. I, I I I'm definitely with the shits on uh, on Saquon Barkley. I think he's gonna be very 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 good. I don't think he's gonna go number one overall. Okay. But I think he's gonna be very good. But he's the number one. Um, he's the number one prospect. They say. I mean, it depends on what. No, everybody prospect has him as the number. Everyone has him as the number one prospect, yeah. but they don't say he's gonna go number one in the draft. Yeah. Like all, so, I'm talking about McShay and Kuiper. I'm just talking about that's because you. It's okay, just because, what you because there's some people that have the guard from Notre Dame as the number one overall okay. prospect. But it's you know, no, neither they're here nor there. He's up there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's in the conversation on everybody's list. He's not Camara, but go ahead. And he might. Ah, uh, man. I, we'll see. Listen, we'll see. You, you can. I played football. Camara be dragging trucks. Go ahead. What you was about to say though. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but um, Saquon Barkley actually carried two trucks. So, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I heard his girl, I heard his white girlfriend was in one of them. Well, the thing I want y'all to Google, I want not even Google, go to Instagram <laughs> at Anna Congdon, Anna Congdon, C O N G D O N. I looked at his old lady, and the only thing I could think was this: she's the same um, white girl that dates every famous black dude. Like she is her. It is. It's only her. Like she's the same person. Yeah. All of those. Anybody who's successful as a black man in like in in sports and they mess with a white woman, it's her. She looks just like that too. Don't all she? They think, all look just like her. I know. I think they're robots. <laughs> Sex they, dolls. They they, they, send, they send them out there to, to, to hold us back. It's very stereotypical, but I mean, she's very much the 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 cookie cutter white girl that if you're in that Not league. A black athlete. I just think it's interesting. Is she blonde? She's yeah. a robot. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely a robot. No way she's not. <laughs> Rogers, look, Rogers looking like, yeah. That's I, his speed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not even in speech. Can't make any comments on that. <laughs> She's like a lot of people that we um uh, that that I guess you would you would ha- take the time to deal with if you had that money. Now, honestly, I don't feel that way. I'm from Wakanda, brother. But then you know you never know. Cause if we grew up in a different thing where we was the man in sports, and and anything was on you, anything was on um on the table, and mm-hmm. you was at a, a a big state school, and the white, white girls was being a let come with my family to the Hamptons this weekend. I'm definitely going to the Hamptons. And then you might end up wife in that thing when her mm-hmm. dad's like, I'm a senator and um, come on, Carlos. I need a black friend. Yeah, come on, drink, smoke this cigar and drink this 30-year-old whiskey yeah. scotch with me. You <laughs> know what I mean? It'll, it'll be different. Raj is noticeably biting his tongue yeah, yeah. out loud right now. He has nothing to say about this. And I come think on, Raj. I can't comment on that. <laughs> Y'all have the floor. <laughs> what you mean? She no. looks like a lot of people that Raj knows as well. We'll leave it there. Um, two things. <laughs> and I think I know where his mind is. And we'll talk about it off air. Um, one more one more thing I really want to talk about before we get out of here. Um, and this we'll try to keep this one real brief. Kevin Love just came out with an article in the Players Tribune, and he um he basically gave props to DeMar DeRozan for giving him the the the, the gumption to even bring this up. They both suffer from depression, and Kevin Love actually had a panic attack during um, during a game, and um, it, it it just was it was a real thing, and, and it came out as big big news this week in the sports. Like, can you really clown somebody or talk about somebody with um, with depression or panic attacks? I don't even want to talk about that. What I want to talk about more is this. I think it's cool and just an interesting thing about humanity that if you have anxiety or a panic mm-hmm. attack or something feels bad to you. You're not gonna feel. You're gonna feel weird about it. Like something's wrong with you. Yeah. Until somebody else says, "Hey, that happens to me too." Like it's a normal thing. When Raj told me one day that we were we were <laughs> that the reason he wasn't messing with weed at a specific time was because, hey, <coughs> I'm not messing with weed because I get panic. Like it, it makes me feel away. Exactly. And I was like, shit, that happens to me sometimes too. Yeah. That made me feel way better as a human being. I remember being in here one day and you was going like, hey man, relax, just sit down somewhere. And you was like, no, I can't. Who said that? Was that happening yeah. to me? No, that happened no, to me. Oh. Yeah. So he was looking at his Fitbit yeah, no, and his, I, his heart I'm, racing. I'm, and I'm like, bro, just I just sit down and be high. I want to like, point this out. I, you know, there, I think there's a new word that came out sometime within the last two or three years called adulting. Mm. So uh, people, people, I think, you know, like you you see a lot of themes g- growing old. You see people get married. You see people having babies. And that all attributes to adulting. And there's the parts you don't see where you like your mind is developing and you got real problems. Mm. And, and you, you think about getting old and all of those things. And as soon as you hit any type of thing that you you, you ever notice like older people don't do this no more like older people stop smoking weed at some point in time they don't smoke weed for their whole life some people do but a lot of people don't a lot of people stop and some people stop drinking and some people stop taking designer pills you know Adderall and Vyvanse and and ecstasy and all of that stuff because your mind gets to a point where it can't handle that anymore I think that's the part of life that I'm going through right now like I don't want to take Adderall ever again I don't want to smoke ever again because that shit makes me feel weird and it makes me think too deeply into the problems that I have adulting. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my 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 mentality on that type of stuff. 
and and by that I think it's a very interesting point. Um, like if you don't have a lot of problems, then you can get high. I mean, if yeah. your life is cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, <laughs> I mean, I, just, I mean, I'm not gonna say like I don't smoke. I mean, but I just don't do it as much as I used to, and I'm and you know I'm okay with that. I'm okay not smoking weed as much, you know, Be, yeah. because I know how it can it can happen, you know. Yeah, I, I can't smoke and go out nowhere. I, I get anxiety like a motherfucker, like a bunch of people in the room high, let alone just sober. But high, oh my god. I feel like everybody watching. So if you out there and you and you do a little and you you do some recreational things every now and again that um are mind altering substances, it's okay if you have a if you feel a certain way about yourself. It happens to everybody. It happens to you know, and you just got to take you got to listen to your body. If your body tells you you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Don't do it no more. Have um if you have an addictive personality where that's something that you like really are into, then you should probably stay away from it from jump if it's something that you can't kick. But I mean. Yeah. As long as you can get up and go to work tomorrow, do your thing, bro. But um, just 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 a little side note. Um, I did learn when I was in Denver that um, I, I could do indica. It was sativa that's the problem. Like sometimes it's the strand of that weed. Like sometimes you you need to talk to an expert. Get if we talk to dumb. an expert out there, that sativa does open your mind to a different way that I just don't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't tolerate that. That's not for me. But um, do it. I can't do it. I don't need it. I don't can't need win it. with them. <laughs> can't win with them. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. No, that Mike Singletary. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Shit. Cue that music up for nothing nice. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. Have you ever sat down and thought about how crazy of a world we live in in 2018? I mean, it's really common for something to happen over and over and over again, and it becomes normal. Think about the first time you saw a dude in skinny jeans. We all used to love the saggy, baggy style of the early 2000s, and then boom, boys was out here with tapered nut huggers that they had to put on with a shoehorn. <laughs> but that's how you felt the first time you saw him. And after a few months and a few more celebrities showing you that it didn't look that bad, you was okay trying your first pair of slim fits, or at the least... Not talking shit every time you saw somebody wearing them. Basically, they became normal. Let me give you another analogy. Everybody remembers Martin. And a lot of folks' favorite part of the show was him going back and forth with B2B. I read a, I read a lot of think pieces talking about the dynamic of this show and how, and how people like to have opinions on this sort of thing and accuse Martin of hating on his own race, berating black women, and putting down the dark-skinned Nubian sisters to prop up his yellow bone. Now, I'm not woke enough to have a profound opinion on this, but the point I want to make is this. I bet Martin didn't come out the first time he met Pam giving her the business about her weaves, buckshots, and her breath. That took some time. At first, she probably wanted to put them hands on him, but over time, that irrational act of a man putting down a woman every time he saw her became normal. Sometimes things just become the new normal. And the new normal in 2018 is that the President of the United States doing and saying whatever the fuck he wants to. Donald J. Trump, our commander-in-chief, is involved in a lawsuit with a porn star over an alleged sexual relationship that he had while he was married. Isn't that the one black eye on John F. Kennedy's legacy? Didn't Bill Clinton get impeached over something like this? Honestly, let's just be honest for a second. How long do you think they would have let Obama black ass stay in office if they found out he was smashing sky black or having a secret rendezvous with Cherokee the ass or better yet, if Barack was out here carrying on month-long affairs with Pinky, and I mean I mean the old Pinky, not, not the fat Pinky, when she blew up and bought that strap on. They would have never let that slide. Top of that, Michelle would have never let that slide in the least bit. 
Now I'm trying to compare. I'm not trying to really compare Melania and Michelle. I personally don't even think Melania likes Trump enough to care what she do one way or the other. But damn, when is enough gonna be enough? Are people gonna actually step up and hold Trump accountable for any of the bogus shit he been doing in office? Or is this just the new normal? When the leader of the free world is able to lie about everything in the sun, high end fire underqualified people to do jobs in the White House, say blatantly racist shit to rile up racist people to do racist shit, have Russian prostitutes piss all over his bed in Moscow and grab any woman he wants by the pussy, allegedly, and there are no repercussions and basically nobody bats an eye, then we living in an age where this is the new normal. And I ain't got nothing nice to say about giving this man a pass 24-7. Besides, all these stories are probably just fake news. So I won't say nothing at all. Um, uh, I, I, you know. He's over there robot, though. She's not real. She, so she like, she like um, oh, Saquon Barkley, old lady. Yeah. They cut from the same mold. Yeah. I'm just here. <laughs> and, and Raj has nothing to say about that. Not just nothing nice to say, but nothing, nothing to all. say at all. Nothing, period. Nothing at all. Um, Best friend weekend, 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 oh, weekend, man. weekend, weekend. It's about four weeks, five, six, five weeks, five, six weeks away. Anyway, 420 weekend. Addicted to marijuana on that weekend? I am about to start putting out, we're about to start putting out different, um, different, you know, flyers and things. And not flyers, but just some, letting y'all know, man. It's time to start trying to book y'all tickets if y'all want to hit that best friend weekend. It's going down. Let us know so we can get that group rate, man. I'm on child support, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and since we talked a little bit about the Oscars today, just kind of a little plug. Something's in the works. Mm. New podcast alert. Uh-oh. Blackbuster video coming real soon. Um, we're going to be doing old movies. We're going to look at some old movies. It's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty fun. Still under the Best Friend Weekend moniker, but Black Busted Video. So just be on the lookout for that. It's just going, it's just going to pop up randomly on your timeline. You're going to be like, damn, what is that? What just know we, start, we got another podcast in the work. Trying to give you a little bit more content so it's not just once a week. And then you'll be able to see some other stuff every now and again. So we're working on that now. Um, you guys got anything? Oh, like, like. Go like. Press like. Like our oh, stuff. Everything. Follow it. Come, hey, comment, please comment, bro. Do some of that, man. I want to hear. Yeah, comment, comment. It's all about the comments. Yeah. And buy a dad hat. And buy a dad hat. And a Wakanda hat. shirt. And a Wakanda shirt. We, we, we try to get the gear moving for Best Friend Weekend, Weekend, Weekend. All right? Start playing some of that music, man, so we can hey, get, somebody up get a, a Best Friend Weekend tattoo. <laughs> On your face. So we know it's real. Start playing In the real. middle of your forehead. Connect your two eyebrows <laughs> so you can be like our favorite basketball player, Anthony with the supreme, with the supreme fun, yeah. with a big. <laughs>